All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Let's Go Brandon Green. Today here we have on the show is Dua Ali of Liberated You. Uh, LiberatedYouHypno.com is a website. And did I say your name correct, Dua? Yes, you did. Oh, where are you from, Dua Ali? I am from Mississauga, Canada. Oh, South Canada, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're on today to tell us, uh, well, explain to me about hip, uh, hypno, um, what a hypnotist, does, and that's, that's, what you, that's what you've studied in? Uh, I am a rapid transformational therapy practitioner and certified hypnotist. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and um, a rapid transformational therapy, for those who are not familiar with it, is uh, a modern hybrid award-winning method of therapy that is a combination of traditional hypnotherapy, talk therapy, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, neuro-linguistic programming, neuroscience, and other types of therapy. And it's a huge release and empowering tool. I guess with this one, you'd have to dig. It sounds like you dig deep yeah. into them to, to heal them. Exactly. This is exactly what uh, what I do in the session. So what I do during the session is uh, I try to find the root cause. When a client comes to me with an issue, uh, let's say uh, this issue is procrastination. Uh, so try we try to dig deep in order to find what's the root cause of the issue. And And the thing is, when people come with a problem, they think that the issue is the problem. But the thing is, the issue is not the problem. The issue is just a symptom. And the real problem is the underlying beliefs. So this underlying belief can be, uh, I'm useless, so uh, why do anything anyways? If I'm useless, then I better act useless. Um, for example, so what I do is during the session, I put the client into uh, a state of relaxation, a state of deep relaxation, and then I regress them back to scenes from the past. Those scenes or events are the root cause of the issue that they have, no matter what issue is it, it whether it be uh, weight loss, uh, procrastination, um, anxiety, fear of social media, codependency issues, and even physical ailments. So uh, science proved that 80% of physical ailments, the reasons behind them are usually emotional. It's not, it, it doesn't have, it's not organic. It's usually functional. It has to do with uh, with with the function of the organ or, or the function, uh, in other words, it is emotional. The reasons behind our physical issues are emotional. And I worked so with... So if someone's got like a dodgy issues. gallbladder or something, it's because of emotions that happened through childhood? Yes, usually, uh, usually those emotions or those underlying emotions or beliefs are f formed in childhood. Usually it's not a must. Uh, so when I regress the clients back to scenes from their past, uh, they usually go back to scenes from childhood, sometimes in adulthood. Uh, uh, sometimes we are exposed to trauma as adults as well, as well. And it might, uh, cause, uh, cause serious issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, so again, I, I regress them back to, uh, to those scenes from the past. And then we look at those scenes and the thing is, it's not the trauma that changes uh, the chemistry of the brain. It's the, our interpretation of the trauma. 
So we look at the interpretation that the client formed about the trauma or about the event, and we work that out. And um, then I try to ask the ask the clients probing questions like if this if this uh, coping mechanism or this belief serves them anymore, and whether they are ready to let go. And uh, and I use techniques and tools during the session to detach the client from uh, from that uh, from that belief and. It, really get them to understand and feel that they are not that person anymore. They are not the three-year-old child anymore who went through that uh, event or experience. They're not that five-year-old anymore or 11-year-old anymore. So really get them into being detached. Yeah. So when you explain to them what this is and they're thinking about, surely they'd be a bit 50-50 going, oh, this won't work or... They're adamant and telling you, no, 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 this has nothing to do with it. Does that ever happen? And then, then it turns out they're like, oh, wow. No, it no. never happened, actually. No, it never happened. Usually clients, all clients I worked with had an aha moment during the session. And the reason is that when clients come to work with me, they consider me the, the last resort. Yeah, so, so they've tried everything. To, yeah. They tried everything, so they really want to get rid of the issue. <laughs> because um, I talked to a homeopath uh, last week, and she said that she's now gone away from that a bit and more on to, not sure if this is it, but she was saying, like, if someone uh, has these mental uh, hurdles that they can't get past as an adult, she winds them back to when they were three, four, five years of age and then plays out the scenario that they believe is connected to why that they're doing this particular behaviour as an adult now. She plays it out differently in their head and then after that they're like, wow, that's no longer a hurdle anymore. Um, I can deal with it. Is that the same type of thing or...? I, I don't know what kind of uh, therapy she uses, but it sounds like uh, she also uses hypnosis. Uh, there are uh, different types of hypnosis out there, but and and rapid transformational therapy uh, or a rapid transformation therapy practitioners, we do use hypnosis. Traditional hypnotherapy is in the core of what we do, but it's not the only tool that we do that we use. We use a lot of other tools during the session. So what is hypnotherapy? Because all I knew of it, it was some strange guy daggering a thing in front of their face and waving it and you're going to sleep now. <laughs> that's no, you know, no, the, no. <laughs> that's what that's all no. I know that you know and I'm a normal person. Like you've yeah. got to be pretty not well or whatever to seek you guys out because obviously you're not in the mainstream. I don't know if you're funded by any um public um, government hospital programs or anything like that. Is it anywhere? No. Like, well, it's just no, a strictly sadly. alternative um, medicine, I guess. No, I think, yeah, no, no, I, I don't think, no, we're not funded by the government. Um, I, I, it's a, I have my own business and I work privately. Yeah. Um, and is so, that everywhere in the world that you know of or some, some? Uh, no, country? some, it depends. No, it depends. Like in the UK, for example, I know some, um, some colleagues who uh, graduated and they're working in the UK and they, uh, they 
they accept that and they work in schools. Some of them work in schools with teenagers, with children, uh, to uh, to help w- with behavioral issues and and um, and bullying and, and all issues that children deal with. So it depends on where they they were graduated. And um, uh, if I'll I'll just have to go back to your question about hypnotherapy and what is hypnotherapy. Uh, so hypnotherapy is all about a- uh, accessing the subconscious mind. So what we do is during the session when we regress the client back to those scenes from the past, we access the client's subconscious mind where all the negative beliefs that they have or they formed about themselves in life uh, are are there. And this is what we, we deal with. Mm-hmm. And it's it's much easier to... Uh, to deal with it this way, because if we work on the subconscious, on the conscious level, it takes years. It takes it might take years of therapy. Mm-hmm. But what happens with rapid transformational therapy is that the issue is resolved between one to three sessions. Some complex issue, issues might take up to six sessions, such as PTSD, for example. But usually, the issue is resolved between one to three sessions while the same issue might take years to be resolved in, in talk therapy. Yeah, right. It so. definitely sounds like a, a method. It sounds like you, you untangle all their problems early on and then they're free to go. Yeah. And, and hypnotherapy or hypnosis is, is a normal state of mind. So I'll give you an example. Sometimes if you're watching TV and you're so, um, you're so, um, focused on what you're watching on the screen and somebody walks in or the bell rings and you just jump. You were in a state of hypnosis. If you were uh, driving, for example, on the highway and you missed the exit, you were in a state of hypnosis. So hypnosis is a normal state of mind. It's not something, it's not something woo-woo or juju and we don't use those dangling yeah. Dangling watches at all. <laughs> so how long has this um, rapid transformation therapy been around for? Uh, rapid transformational therapy has been around for um, ever since 2014, as okay. far as I know. So it's a relatively uh, new thing, but it must have it, taken you, you guys all by storm if you have already... So, yeah. So it is, so the thing is, it's not new when it comes to creating it. So um, Marissa Peer, the creator of uh, the RTT method, has been using her method for years. She uh, she has been uh, practicing hypnotherapy for over 30, uh, 30 years. Uh, but she started to teach her method to other therapists and practitioners ever since 2014 or, or earlier than that. Yeah, right. And then yeah. she's gotten it out to all you guys who have then subscribed to her methods and are now implementing. So what what would be an example of something I would have I see as a problem and, and come to you saying, Dua, I've got this, and then you implemented the rapid transformation therapy on me? Any type of issue. So rapid transformational therapy works with all types of issues, with with anxiety, depression, fear of social media, all types of fears. Uh, I had clients. It it also works with even with physical issues such as skin problems. I worked with clients with hair loss issues. 
uh, clients with birthing issues, uh, smoking, uh, procrastination. All right. Um, so, well, so what? You can have a skin issue and then just you look into the brain and then get into the mind of the person and then it heals? No, when we get into the mind of the person, we do, as I just mentioned, we, we progress them to the root cause of the issue mm-hmm. and then they reach an understanding of why they have this issue. And then after they reach an understanding, this empowers them because after that we say, okay, uh, this uh, belief, you formed this belief about yourself when you were uh, three or four years old. And I'm going to give an, an example here. I lately worked with a client who suffered a procrastination issue. And uh, when I regressed her back, one of the scenes that came up, um, and yeah, I, I, I just have to mention also that I don't regress to one scene. I regress to at least three scenes. So one of the scenes that came up was when she was six years old and uh, she took her, uh, she came back from school and she took her book and she wanted to read, uh, to read the story for her dad. And she was so happy because she was an early reader and she could read the book and she wanted to show her dad how, how good she is or how good reader she is. She wanted her dad to be proud of her. And what her dad did is that he sent her away. And he said, "No, go now. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not free. I'm, I'm reading the newspaper." Hmm. And then uh, the girl, the, the the belief that she formed about herself. Of course, she felt uh, uncared for. She felt neglected. She felt unloved. And the belief that she formed about herself is that I'm useless. If I can't make my dad happy, if dad cannot be proud of me, then I'm useless. And if I'm useless, then I better act useless. If I feel useless, I better act useless. So then we looked at that belief that she formed about herself as a six-year-old. And then uh, I, I started to ask her question, is that true? Is it true that you're useless? Now look at what you're doing in your life. Look at the achievements that you... But did she consciously have. feel useless when she came to you? Consciously, well, she, yeah, I think she said that she feels useless, but sometimes they don't have, they, that, that feeling does not show consciously and sometimes it does. So Mm -hmm. some clients, for example, for example, say, um, I'm worth nothing or I'm not worthy or I feel that, uh, I always want more. This is an, this is one of the beliefs that cause, uh, a lot of issues that we have. So the thing is, we as human beings, no matter what the issue that we're suffering, there are usually three main beliefs, mm-hmm. three main underlying beliefs that are the root cause, that are usually the root cause or the reason of the issues that we have. What, the first one is, I'm different, so I cannot connect. The second is, I want it, but it's not available to me. And the third is, I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm not enough can be can be said or expressed in different ways. I'm not worthy, or I'm I amount of I amount for nothing, or I'm good for nothing. I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not lovable enough. I'm not rich enough. It can be, it can be anything. Right, and, I, and as a well, go ahead, sir. And um, as a matter of fact, I'm not enough is the most pervasive negative belief. Among them all. 
Right, because I would have something which I've seen in the last few years that I know how to do everything and be at the top of my game, but I just like to, like I don't do it. Like I can mimic what other people are doing in my industry easily and probably better than them all. But here I am mucking around starting like a podcast for fun. Like I don't, I don't know, it's like I'm scared of success or I don't want to be successful, even though I could be. Like, but I just like to, yeah, I don't really, un, yeah, it's like weird. Like I know everything what to do correctly, but yeah, if you seem the, the stuff that I do, it's just crazy. <laughs> but I, But then again, I'm not like, um, I don't really care about money too much. Like I'm, I don't have that greed element to go with it, I guess, which mm -hmm. is weird because everyone is in business to make money, whereas I'm just satisfied with enough, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess I worked out the hedonic treadmill early on and was like stop being part of the rat race or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, well, I, I – I would say that it's 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 really good to be yourself. Yeah, you don't have That's to. Yeah, you don't have to. To yeah, you don't have to care about. Um, you don't have to care about what other people care about. Yeah, which is if, they all seem to care about the same thing. All humans, it's like become greedy and become better. Mm -hmm. It's everyone, I guess, wants to be better, but this whole money thing of it is too too much weight on everyone it's crazy mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. well that's what mm -hmm. i've noticed so um so and you've been using this quite successfully this um rapid transformation therapy yes yes it works really it works really well with with all issues and as i just mentioned i i remember one of my clients told me she took a codependency uh she she took a session with me on codependency issues and uh, after about a month of the session, she mentioned that the I I did I took one session with you, and it was equal the the work that I've done for about three or four years of talk therapy. Wow! So it's really it's really liberating and and empowering, and it saves people a lot of time. And the thing is, what I like about it is that it provides clients with fast-track practical tools to rid them of the issue. And the thing is, we as human beings, we have a lot of issues. So one person can have, even, I mean, even, even me, I mean, some people might think that as a practitioner, I don't have any issues or I figured it all out. And that's not true because we all, we're all human and we're all work in progress. So I myself have a lot of issues to resolve. So if I took three or four years to resolve only one issue, in talk therapy, but I don't know how many three or four years I have to resolve the, yeah. the other issues. Yeah, so it is good <laughs> that the fact they can get it in and over and done with within a month or so, rather than half a decade, a decade. Because um, yeah, you don't want to be bogged down on 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 the one issue that could set them free. So this, um, so back to that patient that, that, or that scenario where you were saying earlier. I guess you would have talked through like the situation of that that day when she came home, 
wanting to read to her father. You you explain things, I guess, like, look, your father was busy and that, that's all it was, or so then she doesn't feel like a victim or something? No, I explained to her that there's nothing wrong with you. Uh, there, you were... You were a beautiful child who wanted to make her dad happy. And that as, as children, we believe as children that we came to life to make our parents happy. And that's why when there's something wrong with our parents, children never go back and think, oh, look at my dad or look at my mom. They have a lot of issues. They're done. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do life. They don't, they don't do that. They personalize everything. They take everything personally, and they will say there's something wrong with me. They mm. would never say there's something wrong with your dad. So I explained to her that there is nothing wrong with you. What is who The person who has something wrong with them is your dad. And I asked her, you have grandchildren, right? She said, yes. Would mm. you do that to your grandchild? She said, no, never. If my grandchild comes home with a book and he wanted to read the book, I'll sit down, I'll read, I'll let him read the book with me, and I'll, uh, I'll really encourage him, and I'll, I'll tell him how proud I am of him. So I said, see? So this but, is how it should be. But Yeah, correct. But the, also the other thing is I guess her dad would have answered the same thing, but maybe he really did have a headache that day and didn't feel good. And, and I guess would that, could that be a scenario? That could be a scenario, but what I do is that I don't, I don't uh, give the other person uh, an excuse. My job is not to find uh, the person who caused the negative belief ex an excuse because he's not my client. It's all about my client. The session yeah. is about the client. It's not about the other party. On, yeah. On okay. the well, Yeah. And um, also with that, you've got her. So, and she felt better after these um, these sessions with you, like absolutely after two days. So, what happened with that client is that she was procrastinating, decluttering her room for about a year, and she had to move. And she was going to move to a smaller place. So she had to downsize, and that's why she had to get rid of a lot of things, and decluttering her room was really crucial. So after two days of taking the, ses the session and listening to the recording, she reported that she started de decluttering her room and that she donated two bags of old clothes that she doesn't need anymore and uh, found other old clothes that uh, she used to wear when she was slimmer. And she was happy because she lost weight. So mm -hmm. it came at the right time. She saved money as well. She doesn't have to buy new clothes either. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, so. Yeah. Well, this sounds um, certainly interesting. And if it doesn't cost much time, like you can see how it works for the the patient, I guess, uh, the person needing help can get it all. You'd expect, you know, results within six weeks. So they should expect results less than that. Yep. What I do is that after the, after the session, the session is supposed to rid the client of the issue. And then at the end of the session, the client or after the session, the client receives a personalized recording. They're supposed to listen to this recording for 21 days. 
And the reason is that the recording completes the work that was done in the session because the session reads the client of the issue, but the recording makes sure that the issue never comes back. Okay. It's, it's, the recording is there for the client to listen to it for 21 days straight like to rewire their brain. Yes, it's a kind of habit or kind of rewiring their brain yeah. to the new belief. Yeah, well, I guess like anything, if you exercise it, it'll grow and no different to the brain, really. Um, yeah, right. All right. So um, where can people find you? Can, can you do these services online? Yes, I do. I do okay, the, my great. service in person or online. Yep. It doesn't matter. The The session has the same effect, whether it's in person or online. If the clients wants to reach me, they can reach me on my website. It's www.liberatedyouhypno.com. Uh, they can uh, book a free consultation call with me or they can reach me on my professional Facebook page at Liberated You or on my Instagram professional account at liberatedyou underscore hypnosis. And uh, also on my Facebook page, there is a, uh, there is a button that they can uh, press where they can uh, contact me directly on WhatsApp. They can WhatsApp me. So, yeah, they can, I, I can be reached easily. You can be reached easily and all around the, the globe. Well, it is exactly. interesting, um, yeah, what, what you've uh, discussed with us here today with the rapid transformation therapy. And, um, yeah, I wish you success and um, all the clients, if you uh, anyone w wishes to be a client of Duas, I'll have all those links there in the, um, in the podcast description and on the website, let's go Brandon Green. Uh, dot com link, linking out there so they'll be able to find you all right well no worries and do you have an excellent night over there in canada and um we'll look forward to possibly seeing you again on in the future thank you okay thank you very much no worries. My pleasure. okay bye bye